0: He's is nice crack. Love a good crack, Thank you, man. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what the f- this is. I'm about to find out. This is Tall Can Audio, episode
1: 941. Tall Can Audio. My name is Matt. His name is Rob. What's happening, man? We're uh, we're double dipping today. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm feeling, well, I'm feeling a little deflated from the, from, from the last show, from the last show, but I, I'm also looking at, Matt's it, coming in a little too. We're all getting nuked. It's yeah. Uh, well, okay. And and really I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to temper that with <laughs> the, um, the very now Tolkien infamous, Matt's an alarmist pre-pandemic, yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> two years two years later, we're still no more, you no know, more, please don't, no <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is it. So uh, I I'm trying to um, is it an alarmist? If you're correct, I uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's clearly not.
1: And so it is funny as we look back on that though, because Matt being an alarmist, my recollection was like, oh, they might have to shut down the NHL for three or four weeks, like that's week over there um but Flaccid. that was that's my memory of that was they might actually have to shut down for a couple of weeks and you're like no i don't Look think either- that guy even the alarmist wasn't like two years later we're still going to be dealing with this shit uh we're on twitter and instagram at all can audio give us a follow over there and, and make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening right now uh, i'm not sure how these show up in your podcast app sometimes they stack on you whatever it might be the world's a pretty serious place right now, and we covered that on episode 940, and so we will not be covering that at least quite not so directly or or darkly on this one. If you missed that, and and you want to get our takes on that, and, and why wouldn't you? Really, like we are clearly global.
0: Well, and uh, we're every man.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure, man. And but we have gone from being like epidemiologists to now <laughs> political scholars and. Slavic historian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah okay, but I. I know you're closer to it than I am. I'm not going to give you the full title. But
0: no, no, and nor, <laughs> nor nor should you.
1: Yeah. You said you're you're a little bit feeling defeated after the last show we did. You know what I would call this type of Monday, man? It's just another Mrazic Monday.
0: Just another Mrazic Monday. Oh, I like it, man. Yeah. It works for me actually.
1: Because it's like, that'll be a fun day. Because Campbell wish it looks was Sunday, And Campbell looks Dunday.
0: Because that's yeah. my fun day. Whew.
1: Man. We'll hey, it. We worst gotta...
0: goalie in the NHL since December 1st, I think.
1: Yeah, you don't get to do this. Because two weeks ago, <laughs> I said to you, hey, is it time to be concerned? I get to do it. And you were like, ah, this is your trying to get them to sign for cheaper and yep. leafs
0: are... Bah, you know. for sure i said that i i don't back away from it yeah. but I, I how if you want to if you want to hit another tune free falling by yeah. tom petty seem, <laughs> seems to be the way it goes right like do you know me, what i would say though
1: it's a win and the leafs pumped 10 into the net
0: well and and you know what the thing is the absolute snore fest that was Montreal <laughs> Ottawa, which I watched in its entirety, hoping and even Lee fans had to watch the first ten or fifteen minutes. God that. Shoot, awful that was man, yeah. terrible hockey. So, anyways, when they, I was very disappointed with with how Ottawa played. And then David Amber comes on and he says, "We're now going to flip over to uh, Toronto Detroit," and they're like, Eight, "It was seven two starting <laughs> oh, the third, starting the third, yeah." And it is now seven six. <laughs> You're like,
1: yes, we- <laughs> yeah,
0: baby. Sign me up for I'm this, here. right? Yeah, yeah. And so it went eight six. Then it went eight seven in a in a heartbeat on a really shitty Lucas Raymond goal. Yep. Or I don't know who got that, but um, I think there is. Well, hold
1: some- on, hold on, hold on. We let, before we get any further, we did hear you flaccidly crack something.
0: Yeah, that was actually just an innocent gun okay, I don't have anything great on the go here. I like to it's it's a it's with all the stouts I brought into the house here. <laughs> um, it's just a backup beer, okay. Right? I like something to second half of the show if I'm uh, so yet. Yeah, nothing super interesting
1: well i I have got uh, one here that is my last um people will remember after Christmas I hit up the uh, seven sixty two brewery, which is in Mayoc, Ontario, interestingly enough, at highway seven and highway sixty two uh, neat looking spot. Unfortunately, when we went in there, they had just relocked down the world again. So, you know, the, it looks like they have kind of a cool little sit down and enjoy area, maybe a dining area. I didn't get the full effect. Um, but nice little spot. And so, uh, this is the second one. I think the last time I had the Madoch dark, which was kind of a dark amber. Red. You had a yeah. Red. Yeah. It was a cross. They were calling it a cross between a red and an amber. This is their isolation IPA. Which, uh, again, I've never tried before. So, uh, coming in at around 6%. So we're going to give that a look. Uh, that's what I'll be riding with for this one, man. It's been a couple of straight episodes on the, on the stouts, which I don't shy away from, but we'll try and keep it a little bit fresh. Carry on with your assessment of the, uh, the shootout in Michigan. There's been a few of those <laughs> over
0: the years. Yeah. And it was shitty. It was, and, and, and to me, it's like, that's a good. That's that, a crisp that, fucking that, that crack. Is a, that is a nice kind of crack. Love a good crack. Thank you, man. Um, <laughs>
1: Show opening.
0: Fifty <laughs> yeah. percent less hair. Um, I think, and listening to Austin Matthews, the very sage and wise Austin Matthews, who was talking about, yeah, we won the game, and and I by I, three. Yeah, and I think good margin of victory. I, I think if I can look at it unbiased or impartially. Can you? Uh, for sure. Uh, I, it, I understand the question, Matt, and I understand <laughs> where it comes from. Um, but I'm going to try and shoot it to you straight. Okay. It's, it's, I think that's a game in the past, the Leafs lose. Yeah. So I, I think despite the fact that you allowed seven. it's cool, I, I, I think it's worth noting that when pressed, didn't cave, didn't give up that, that, that 7-7 seven, seven goal. And instead won the game going away, right? As you sort of, you feel the rush, you score a goal and then Raymond scores or whoever tipped that, whatever happened. Yeah. And then you're like, holy fuck, where, where is this gonna right? going to happen, right? a shorthanded goal. It's nice. And then you just, you put it to bed, right? And it's, so it's one thing to have adversity and then to cave to it, which the Leafs have done so often. Yep. And not to have that happen because I was so hoping that was going to happen. Of course
1: you were. And even like I'm sitting here, I you know, we talked on the last show, I've been finding it hard to give a shit about what's going on in the sports world. I did obviously find myself drawn into that as it went along going, oh good, we're about to be the main character again, right? Like yeah. <laughs> this
0: is the way. The- <laughs> oh no, I suck again.
1: And, and it just always seems to be like there's a reason not everybody should be watching, but they are. And so Saturday night, we start a half hour later than the rest of hockey night in Canada. Oh my so, God. The world
0: almost came crashing to a halt. Well, it was funny.
1: I actually had no idea why that was happening. And then they said in the pregame, there was Basketball a, a game Pistons game. Yeah. So they needed the time to switch over to hockey. But it's like, okay, as you said, the, the sends and halves are finished. We'll take you to Toronto or to Toronto, Detroit. And there's most of the third going. Oh, good! Everyone's here, <laughs>
0: right? Like <laughs> we've all come in.
1: Yeah, and that never happens when we're just stepping over somebody five to two or whatever. Like the Leafs are still running a 700 win percentage, but it doesn't feel like it at all, right? It they we just wrapped up or on Monday we'll wrap up uh, another month above 500 over the month of February, but it's been a less impressive month than than most of what's been put up. But let me ask you what I asked you two or three weeks ago. Can I be concerned about the goaltending yet?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I am now, when you look at a three month. Yeah. Sample size, it's, it's not. It's bigger than the two months that came before. It's not insignificant, right? And so to me, when you look at, and honestly, last Sunday, we talked about Oh, the Leafs need an injury and they need something to fill that cap space and, you know, bring that on. And then honestly, that same night. Oh man, that feels like.
1: You emailed me early this week when Muzzin got hurt and that feels like weeks ago now. Like, oh, they're going to go and. Uh, That's what I said.
0: There's your Chickren or Klingberg money right there. Right. And now it was interesting to see on 32 Thoughts on Saturday night, them saying. No. Oh, they're not going to use that. The Leafs will not. He's coming back. If he's ready and like, fuck. Not, no, who believes that? Raise believe, your hand if you no, believe No, I
1: believe that. Okay, so I don't believe that Muzzin will be out for the rest of the season. Unless they want him to be, right? Like that's on the table. So I, which is it? Yeah. Okay, to me, those are two different but things. But that report on Saturday night was the Leafs putting it out there to the league. Yep. Hey, we're not doing any funny shit yeah, here. Yeah, no shenanigans. We're expecting him back, all that stuff. I will say, I don't think either of those names that you're presenting... Are
0: yeah, okay. like uh, Klingberg, is not what you need.
1: Isn't what we need, and really isn't what he even once was. And you'd need right. somebody else to take part of that. Totally fine. Contract. I, I,
0: I agree with that.
1: Chikrin, I would like to have, but the fact that he's locked up long term is actually a problem for us. <laughs> unless they'll yeah, take at a, Muzzin at a su- back. At a sweet yeah. No, I I agree. I'd like to do that, but unless they're taking like Muzzin back, yeah, it doesn't work. Same with JT Miller, right? Like a lot of people are clamoring for the Leafs to go get him. Ah, oh, that's not play what the with, Leafs need. Well, to play with Tavares and Nylander, like that might be interesting. Those uh,
0: guys have taken the big fade, have they not?
1: Yeah, for sure. They've had a rough month or whatever. And uh, last night you pumped 10 into the net and Tavares isn't one of them. You're like, man. like
0: <laughs> How about 10 goals and no power play goals? <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking five on five killers, man. Wow. Um, but- yeah, I, I just, I don't think either of the, the, the same thing. Like JT Miller has years remaining, so you need to, to move Only money. Only one, in. I think. Am I right? It might be, but he, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't have space. Years for it. could be
0: years. Doesn't <laughs> right, matter.
1: Right. Um, unless they're taking money back. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like they're not in a great spot. Um, in terms of how they're playing right now, they're still getting wins, but they're. Everybody is 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 trying to have it both ways, right? I've even been saying on this show, I don't care until the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I totally get it. But when it goes good and you're winning seven out of every 10 games, that's what everyone says. But when you become a spectacle on hockey night, it's, oh my God, they're not ready. Oh my God, Tampa would have pumped them out of the building on a night like that. And uh, 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 uh. to me, I thought... Campbell was awful all night, and I thought the rest of the team oh, long, <laughs> kind of man. went to kind of went to sleep early in the third, and it got ugly there.
0: That's and, what everyone says, man. The 7-2 lead, hardest lead in hockey right, to keep. <laughs> <fucking asshole. laughs>
1: what did you think of? Did you stick around for the whole third, or were you just?
0: No, once, once they went up 10-7. Yeah, okay, uh, so
1: no, if you were along, around long enough, that was an impossible spot they put Mrazic in. And he's been at best up and down yeah. this year, but you've gone to sleep. Campbell stinks. Why don't you get in there at seven six or whatever it was, seven five at the time? I don't even remember, and see what you can do, cold, right? That was a rough spot and, and Keith said as much afterwards. I put yeah. Muraic in a terrible spot. Um, and as I said, I don't know as we sit here right now, Sunday afternoon, they haven't announced anything. Oh. But that's Mirazik's start it's, on Monday.
0: It absolutely is Mirac's start. Yeah. I uh, I you're right. I haven't seen anything either, but man, that's just another Mrazic Monday. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be because at this point you need to almost let Campbell find find something, right, through extended practice, I backup don't even time.
1: Oh yeah. Like the Leafs traded for Carter Hutton earlier in the yeah.
0: week. What's well, Hutch and Hutton, what do you figure? They Joseph Wall. Get one of those two guys or three guys to figure it out. But yeah, we kept talking with Campbell and, and his, and his five plus million dollar long-term contract. Does it make you feel any better to know that you may get that guy cheaper? I'm
1: fairly certain I can
0: get him cheaper right now. But whether I want to is. Not putting any wind in your sails is really what you're saying. Yeah. But I, I think it is worth doubling back to at this point to the point that they won that game. Yeah. When I think in the last two, three years, very possible the Leafs lose that game. Well, and they did that
1: thing that we keep saying they should do, which is outscore their problems. Now the, the problems can't routinely be that big, but you had a team that needed to keep it going, hit them with the four, like Mitchell Marner. Yeah. And all of a sudden that guy's a shooter. Um, the sweet goal there that he had last, the bunting kind of yeah. had the breakaway because he had just, Marner had just done the exact same thing a couple right. games ago for Camp. Um, that was fun. Matthews retakes the the scoring lead. Uh, I don't know. I was surprised they brought up Nick Robertson. It didn't really factor into anything, but I, I was, you know, they said off the top of the broadcast, uh, Fridge said, you know, a lot of people saying that this is a showcase game right. In case they maybe want to trade him. Right. And he had gotten feedback on that from a couple of sources. Like there are 20 scouts at every Marley's game. People know what Nick Robertson is. And everybody on Leafs Twitter ignored that second part and went, Oh my God, it's a showcase game. Who are we getting? Who are we trading Nick Robertson for? Uh, I don't know, man, It, it was interesting, but you did see the team like Willie got one. He'd been a little cold lately as well. Maybe that whole line is, is struggling. um, yeah, I assume Tavares will get going again. I we'll see. Well, but you did see this team do what it's supposed to do. Put up a a big offensive number and yeah, it it's it's but 10-7. Once you saw them
0: do it. It was the do it against the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah.
1: No, for sure, man. And and that game on another night when the things aren't clicking for you offensively, you lose 7-2 or 7-3 or something, right? Like that Vasilevsky's
0: could, that, not giving you seven. No, he's not.
1: Or 10, you mean. Or 10. But yeah. Like right what, I don't really care what he does against
0: yeah, Detroit. Like. No, he may score seven That's yeah. where I was going with that. No, but it, this is it, right? And if you're looking at Bobrovsky and Vasilevsky as your two. Yep. As your two, and you are looking at one of the two of those.
1: Now we have climbed to within three points of Florida with a game in hand. Because we did win last. Like, this is the thing. I I know. I put it, I know you know, but I I put it out on Twitter. Like, we will ignore the fact that Toronto just pumped 10 into the net against somebody and instead will melt down for 48 hours. Like, it wasn't pretty. Sometimes shit's crazy. And when you're a Leaf fan, oftentimes shit's crazy. But I don't think they've given up at all on trying to win the division. No. Trying to avoid... Everybody keeps saying like, oh, I don't know if I want to play Boston. Out of the options you have, you want Boston.
0: Oh, 100%, <laughs> man. That's the team I want to see. Yeah.
1: And as a Leaf hater, I'm sure you want to see that again, see if the underhanded or ah, the,
0: well, see if Boston can do it again. And, and those guys have been scuffling around. Yeah. Guys have been suspended for long periods of time and, and it does seem right that they would get their shit back together and Linus Olmark will just. <laughs>
1: Yeah, give me a shot at Jeremy Swayman over the swimming, seven games. Of course, yeah. man.
0: Of course, it's it's it's, it's yeah, there's not there's no nothing you can do about that. But it, I would be. I am super stoked. I, I may that may be. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. It always it, is. It yeah. is absolutely when when the Senators are not in the playoffs. Yeah. It's
1: wh- whoever's playing, the
0: it Leafs. is must see, must <laughs> see. Man, I, Ottawa is my favorite team, and then whoever else is playing the Leafs. That's, so you, that's how that goes. You did reference
1: Saturday night two one Habs beat the, oh, the man. Sens in a shit bag of a hockey game a that
0: real, oh, like a, it was, it wasn't even, it was sort of already cooling in the bag. <laughs> it was, it wasn't,
1: we did see the return of the Hamburglar and, and people chucked a couple of burgers on the ice for him. Uh, I don't and, know. and
0: you know what? It's, it's, ah, it was an interesting story that he gets to leave with the win. Two teams that aren't making the playoffs. Yeah. Um, that's a guy who went 23-3 three and 3 or like the, the like unbelievable what I don't he remember did.
1: the middle 3 like I don't remember regulation losses I remember yeah, wins well, and well, points. Well somebody said the other
0: day that it was 21-1 one and 1. Yeah, okay. Um but yeah, as
1: the, a senator for those who don't remember in whatever it was 20 2015 15 Yeah. Everybody's hurt call up this minor leaguer and he just starts beating the world for a month Never or two. Never had
0: a start. Like he, it was his first NHL game.
1: Kind of like Patrick Lalim with, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh in 97 or 98 just comes up. Yeah, I'm going to go 11 and 0 to start my career and, and drag this team into a, into the, into the playoffs and halfway through that series, he does give way back to. Yep. To Anderson. To Craig Anderson. But, but
0: in those, in those 23 games to finish the season, like they needed to win 21 games yeah. to get into the playoffs, and he had like a a, a 948 save percentage and, and a 1.8 goals against. Yeah, and then he's been nowhere near that. No, but, he's been back in the minors. Yeah. Well, since since yeah, this is so
1: uh, Ottawa did give him a contract first, but
0: <laughs> yeah, a uh, one point <laughs> one point five per yeah, and all, all I'm saying was. Whatever happens, you sort of go, ah, there's no Norris, there's no Batherson, there's no Shabbat, there's no Zaitsev, there's no Pinto, but I want Ottawa to win. But at the end of the day, you're like, the the human story that is, it's a good story, right? I don't take any silver lining from it. I was bummed at the end of that game um, because the Habs are shit, but.
1: Well, the Habs have now won five in a row. And one of the things Break you wanted up. to touch on was, up. was Marty St-Louis and, and this, I don't know, motivational coach or guys who want to play for him. Like, what do we make of the fact that, that suddenly the Habs have turned the corner? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Sam it, Montembeau it, is suddenly.
0: Samuel Montembeau. Um, Yeah. I don't care about that. Okay. They're shit birds. <laughs> um, no, no. You sent I, off. I, I know, I know. And, and, and I. This I, is I, the thing.
1: I'm over here trying to steer the wheel into the things you send along. And, ah, I don't care. <laughs> no, no.
0: I, I know where you're going and you're doing an admirable job. Thank Matt. you.
1: Admirable is um, the best I got.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and that's the best we all have. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't care about their five game win streak. Okay. Right. They're still a shitty team. Yep. They're still laden with bad contracts, like bad contracts.
1: Yep. Like your boy, Josh Anderson.
0: Yeah. Joel Aramia, those sorts of things. Or Yoel. Jeff
1: Petrie.
0: Jeff Petrie, David Savard, Gallagher. Let's look at Gallagher. Like that to me is the chief contract. That guy hasn't scored a five on five goal in like since last year.
1: Yeah. Like that, that calendar it's a joke. It's funny. I like that.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, no. La- okay. Last season. Oh, so it's both. It's both. No, like <laughs> since the in yeah. this season, the 21-22 season, mm-hmm. he does not have a five on five goal. Phew. Yeah. But you got him for another six years. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so. That makes
1: me very happy actually. Yeah,
0: of course it does. <laughs> and it makes me happy too. It doesn't matter that they won last night. But you have... Pierre Lebrun, and and again, I don't blame Pierre Lebrun, uh, weakest of the insiders, but that's the neither here nor there. Mm. Um, coming
1: up to the deadline, we should we should do that. We should power rank the insiders. okay.
0: I thought you were gonna say I hope to have him on, but no. not now because he no, just don't. sullied his name. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> um but somebody is, We've is sullied many names. Yeah, for sure one. we have. <laughs> There's a bunch of mainly people that, our own. <laughs> hey, hey, and remind me before we get off of here. Yeah. Right. Worst, worst, worst play-by-play guys in the NHL. Yeah. I want to touch on that. I've meant to for about two months now.
1: Did you also watch the Panthers-Oilers game on Saturday afternoon?
0: (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, I did, Matt. And I have a new number one spot on my team. Okay. Although I'm not sure Cam Moon or whatever your name is, I'm not sure you're in the number one spot, but you're fucking close.
1: I thought it was like Jack Michaels or something his name is. The Oilers play-by-play
0: the guy. The Oilers guy, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think it's Cam Moon. I think it's Michaels something. Anyways, anywho, whoever we don't that know, guy you're is, you're bad at
0: this. <laughs> yeah, his constant shouting and yelling. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Koskada. Yeah, he's somewhere between junior hockey and wrestling. I, oh,
1: I awesome! Like Vince McMahon.
0: Yeah. What a <laughs> marvel! <I'm> for... <laughs> <I'm> for... <laughs>
1: That's oh, no, that's good, Vince McMahon. Okay, yes. Not play by play, Vince McMahon, <laughs> okay. whose answer to every move was just, what a maneuver.
0: <laughs> oh, that was yeah, Vince and Jesse of the Body, <laughs> yep. right? When, yep. yeah, when Vince was a straight man. Yep. Um, Would you stop? <laughs> it's, um...
1: I can relate a little bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course it is, man. <gasps> Woo! Check out these pipes. Oof. Um, Where was I? Where were we... We were talking with the Habs and Pierre Lebrun. Thank yes. you very much. You're welcome. As, as I work my way back through my it. hands are off the wheel. Yeah, it's totally, man. It, well, I said every fucking mile of road, Matt, <laughs> two miles a ditch. Uh, often, imica- often imitated, <laughs> never duplicated.
1: Never imitated.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Fuck yeah. you.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, somebody, Pierre Lebrun. somebody is whispering in his ear, right? Saying... You know, I think it's Marty. We I don't, think they're pals. We don't need to rebuild. This is perfectly fine. And Ugh. and people, wait. This is the best part. People want to play for Marty,
1: who was coaching his kids two months ago.
0: Yeah, and so you're like, we're lock, We're looking at Patrice Bergeron.
1: Do it, awesome.
0: And, and Chris Letang, sweet. Right, these guys. Wait, oh, and the best one. The best one was Marty Saint Louis. Agent is Goudreau's agent.
1: Johnny Goudreau? Yeah. Johnny okay.
0: Hockey and, and Marty St. Louis have he's the same going agent. To Montreal. And he's going to want to go and play for him. He's
1: going to Philly or Kay. Jersey. I, I'm just telling or, you yeah.
0: what LeBron is spewing. Yeah. A- and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? The- His name is
1: French. He's not French.
0: Okay. <laughs> and, and And it's funny because you heard on, on local radio and they're talking about the guys who now Marty St. Louis and Vincent Lecavalier is, is sort of been hired on to.
1: So, you know, Brad Richards is not far behind.
0: Well, and, and these are two guys who never, as, as Francophones, never went to play for Montreal. No. And yet they're going to woo Bergeron and Latang, and, and, and the connection there obviously is Ken. H-
1: yeah. Ken Hughes. Hughes
0: sorry. Yes. Was their agent. Right. And that. New general
1: manager in and Montreal. And they're
0: going to come and they're going to play for Montreal and everything will be good. I don't know how you're. Okay, Le- A
1: 36 or 37 year old Patrice Bergeron with his punctured lungs and well, broken ribs. And LeTang Le has been. He's killing it this year. Yeah, but,
0: but the prior couple of years. Yep. He looked like he was on last legs. Yep. So. Let's just for a second entertain the fact that, yeah, these guys want to go and play there, including Goudreau. Well, let's just throw him on there because he is a UFA at the end of this year.
1: Yep. Who's also killing it this year.
0: You have no, no space cap wise. No. They are next year
1: already $3 million over the cap without making a single move. (laughs) Like I get it, Weber and... I don't know if Price is going to play or not, but you have no space.
0: Right. And so they're saying, we're going to get rid of Savard and we're going to get rid of Petrie we're going to get rid of, all. and you're like, yeah, where? Yeah. You're taking money or you're taking bad contracts. Yeah. One or the other. And so to me, I look at that Montreal team last night and you're like, wow, that team is shitty. Yeah. They won the game, but they're shitty.
1: So is, is what what's happening there right now. Is that the dead cat bounce or is that the new coach? Like we saw Vancouver, they want to rung off like seven in a row after Bruce Boudreaux arrived there and then kind of come back to earth a bit, but we're better than they had been. Boudreaux. There it is. <laughs> Bruce, there it is. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> it, what, like, did they just want Ducharme out of there and now they're back playing? Okay. Or is this just like, whatever, get it going briefly for the new coach and, and then fall back to earth. Cause it just doesn't look like a very good team. It's
0: man. not a good team. Like who's this shilly man or shooty man, or like they got guy's on their Duffin, they got guys I've never heard of. Yeah. No, this is not a good team and it's, it's actually, they're hurting their draft stock. It's. I'm down with that. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. Uh, although this year I'm not sure what you're going to do draft wise, but, um that team is in need of gutting and full rebuild and, and don't give me this. If, if everybody else can do it and Toronto did it. Yep. Yeah. Like
1: I'm tired of hearing the Canadian fan bases won't put up with a rebuild. If you do it right, they will. If they, if you fully acknowledge, we have to totally strip this down to the studs. They will. Well, we've seen it
0: you have to acknowledge it up front and there's pain. Yeah. Man, there's pain that comes with that. Um, wasn't that one of
1: Babcock's lines is it's going to hurt or there will be pain or something. Yeah. I don't think he meant for six years after (laughs) we started. Yeah. It's going to keep hurting up until 2022.
0: I don't think he meant that it was going to be in six straight years of first round. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the pain he was talking about. No. Um, But yeah, I think this is equal to the Ducharme signing, right? They have this miracle run to the finals and and everybody on the outside looks at it and goes, holy Christ, what's happening there? Yeah. That is not sustainable, but it's crazy. Yep. And yet they're like, they're doubling down on it. Yeah. Hire the coach and now you're fired the coach. You're paying three coaches. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, never a good deal. Um, I think you got to go back into the Ottawa Senators book when you look at Clouston and uh, Hartsburg and whoever else is Paddock. All, John
1: Paddock's the name I was looking all for. All being paid at the same
0: time, I believe. Um, not a good idea. you you're 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 going nowhere when you're paying three coaches. No. So good for you. Do not be fooled by this. And, and I, I, I can't believe that. Uh,
1: they're going to though. They love Saloui. This isn't going to be an interim thing. He's got a, a good relationship there. They're going to lock him up, man.
0: Matt, the flames are licking me already, man. From the, from the,
1: the it's going to be terrible. The flames, you say. Flames lost seven to one to Vancouver, and I just want to point out: no one commented on them giving up seven goals the way they did to Toronto giving up seven goals. They did bounce back and lay a beating on Minnesota yeah. Saturday night. Well, and, and did you wild. see that Minnesota road trip? Edmonton, Ottawa, Toronto, Calgary.
0: Fuck you! <laughs> Whoever did that? Right? Oh, sorry. Yeah,
1: you took the scenic route for sure from Edmonton to Calgary.
0: Well, and so I think they lost. Did they losing in Edmonton?
1: I believe they lost to Edmonton.
0: They lost to Ottawa. They L- lost to Toronto. Yeah,
1: and, and lost, lost to, Calgary, to Calgary. Yeah. Calgary. but just the the yeah, trip yeah. itself. Sorry, I mean,
0: everybody sees that as a direct route. To, the, right? the
1: Edmonton, Ottawa, Toronto, Calgary. Come on.
0: Yeah, and, but
1: they're it, falling off a little bit.
0: Yeah. And, well, they're, and they're not that good.
1: Wow. Well, I don't. It might be a little. It's four games. But
0: okay. But when you, I, I and I'm going to tell you, I Nashville's
1: falling off too.
0: I haven't watched a lot of wild hockey. No, no one has. But see, Ottawa lost to them in overtime in Minnesota back in December Mm -hmm. and then beat them in regulation here. I I, I just, the two times I've seen them, I'm like.
1: now they play a nice up-tempo game. Like they're.
0: Goaltending, man. It it comes down to like everybody else. They had an all-star. Cam Talbot, man. Yeah.
1: I don't know where he is. We saw Kakanen when he was in. Toronto.
0: Talbot played in Ottawa and didn't play well.
1: And then Kakinen also played in Calgary. So I don't know if he's hurt or sick or whatever.
0: Well, no, uh, Talbot did not play well.
1: So they just went with Kakinen. I think
0: they looked at it and went, oof. That game in Ottawa when Ottawa was up 4-1 or 4-whatever it was and you're like, that should really be a 1-1 game, I think, in in most situations.
1: Edmonton seems to have rebounded a little bit since... Since the coaching change, Calgary I don't buy, is.
0: I don't, buy, I don't buy the Edmonton thing. Nothing's changed. Do
1: you buy Calgary yet?
0: I, I have no choice. Yeah. Like to so me, they just,
1: just before this, they rang off like 10 or 11 in a row 10. or something. Yeah.
0: And if you're going to lose, lose 7-1. That's that's the <laughs> big. work worked by a division. Clunk. You're like, all right.
1: <laughs> we dropped our transmission. We'll yeah. re- fix that and reset. Away we go. Back to it.
0: Back to it. Good to go. Yeah. But yeah, there is.
1: There's something going on there.
0: There is something going on there. And, and to me, it, it feels like Daryl Sutter back to his, his Kings winning days, right? He's, everyone's loving his salty post-game interviews. Where yeah, he,
1: suddenly it's cool or something. It's cool again, right? <laughs> yeah. It's
0: cool when you're winning. Yeah. When you're not winning, you're just a shitty old school <laughs> cowboy douchebag. So it looks like right now,
1: Calgary and Vegas will be the teams that come down for it. I wanted to ask you last week, and I forgot all about it. Has Jack Eichel inadvertently rehabbed his, his reputation? And we talked and joked a bunch of times on the show about how he was the the coach. Yes. How he was the coach in Buffalo, how he was the GM in Buffalo, and he ran people out. And he, and then all of a sudden he has this neck injury and I don't, remember really where you stood on it, but I I thought the way Buffalo handled it sucked, right? Like, you have the right, we did talk about it on the show, to choose your own medical path forward, but contractually he didn't, so whatever. And I feel like when he went through that it's sort of like rallied a lot of people behind him going, no, fuck you. Like you don't get to tell this guy what his.
0: It has changed. It has changed the story. Yeah. Big big time with him. And now
1: all of a sudden he's in Vegas, which we all kind of view to be like a fun go for it organization. And he's back on the ice. He has scored, uh, but he hadn't played in a year, so he hasn't been great thus far, but it does feel like the, the view of Jack Eichel has changed a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, and and I agree with you, the sport has changed so much, right? In terms of, you know, the old days when who cares if your wife's having a baby, you're on the road, you're not, sorry, you missed that, (laughs) bam, whatever it is, right? The human side of, of, of the NHL has changed. Right. And so I think everybody rallies around the idea that, Hey man, it's your, it's his body. And if he wants, if he thinks he knows what's best and he has medical experts who say, yeah, this is going to give you a better quality of life afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. My 10 million bucks a year is worth fuck all if I can't bend down to pick up my kid. Right. And so that's, that's something that's really understandable to everybody. And so it, it seems like all his actions in Buffalo on ice have sort of been swept under the rug due to this this storyline, right? Well, what are those? Like, what was it that had us so
1: on ice? I don't remember him being that shitty on ice. I do uh, remember all the you talk. You don't
0: remember him when, no. when, when they get scored on and he's fucking, you see him turn into the bench and he's fucking waving his yeah. arms and he's like, give me the puck and give fucking all those things. And you're like, you're such a, a douchebag.
1: I remember more the idea that he was a coach killer and. and yelling
0: at teammates and th- like, to me, that is, that's what I remember about him. Yeah.
1: Well then I, maybe I'm the v- a victim of this, right? Like this, not victim, but have fallen into this thing. Like, good for that guy. He stood up for himself, got out of there. Uh, See so
0: you, Matt, you have lost the whole Eichel Matthews debate, which is Eichel is the Eichel way has better. has lost the
1: whole Matthews Eichel
0: debate. Eichel is the way better USA hockey player. And
1: for one second, I my, did not believe that.
0: Yeah, no, I, ever. well, hey, Jeff O'Neill is pumping the tires of Austin Matthews is the best player in the world. Well, let's stop there for a second. Back-checking mofo and...
1: Do you not think it's possible that for a few weeks or a month or two or whatever, like, I don't think there's any doubt when their careers are over, we will all go, Connor McDavid was the superior player by a not insignificant amount. But that there won't be weeks or months or maybe even a season where Matthews is better.
0: It's totally possible. And, and, and I think we, I think the rest of us fucking non-leaf lovers <laughs> have to, have to sort of not embrace, but no. we certainly have to acknowledge the fact that he is the premier goal scorer yeah. in the league right now. The, like to me, the, if there's a game that goes by where he doesn't score a goal. I'm like, yeah, fuck right, man. There's another one in the well, column. I think
1: he scored like in 17 of his last 20 games or something. Wow. Like it's weird and, when he doesn't the, now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, and then the games he does and he comes back with a couple. It yeah. just seems to be.
1: Um, but like, I, I just think it's possible to go Connor McDavid is overall the best player in the world, but at times someone might play <laughs> better than him. We talked about this yep. at one point with, with, with Eric Carlson. Or McKinnon. Or McKinnon, right? But we talked I don't, when Ottawa took that run to the conference final. That maybe Eric Carlson had moved into that top three player yep. in the world discussion, yep, and and then fell out again, yep. But for a while, he absolutely deserved to be there. It's true. It's Two true. years ago, whenever it was, Nate McKinnon, because he went deep in the playoffs and was carrying Colorado. You go, man, it's it's Nate McKinnon. Like, look at this guy. I just think at times you can say someone is playing better than Connor McDavid, yep. but it doesn't mean overall they are better
0: well, than and, Connor. And what's going to happen is is the skill level that McDavid has is, is untouchable. Yeah. What we're talking about is because he's a, he's a bit of a wisp of a man, <laughs> McDavid, whereas as I've all, I've often said, right. McDavid, uh, McMatthews uh, as a, as a big man, he's a fucking big man. Yeah, he is. And when you see him in the playoffs last year and Ben Sherratt's punching him in the back of the head and Matthews is doing that. Ah, oh, <laughs> smiling, like, are you going to call this? Or and, and you sort of go, I want to see more. I want to see more than just goal scoring from you, right? So when we see that back check where he strips the puck and it goes the other way and he scores and you're like, look at that, man, 200 foot. That's So those are the things when you start to say, I want to see more of that, that allows him to be more than just that goal scorer. Because nobody's ever said Ovechkin was the best player in the game.
1: No, he was the best goal scorer
0: for sure, and so I think Matthews has taken that that mantle now. Yep, and and for him to be talked about in that, you're you have he's going to have to do more than just score goals mm-hmm. to get in that conversation. And so when you see those conversations where the O dog as a bit of a leaf lover, yep, and an apologist, yep, right. But it's it's not wrong when we see him add multiple layers to his game. I I totally agree with that.
1: Yeah, it, to me it's just interesting because I I do think that it's like if we agree that scoring goals is the i the, the like this yeah, is why of course, man that's a great skill right. Well, <laughs> yes it is. Like that's why Matthews is the guy and Marner isn't in Toronto. Right, like. That passing thing you do, all those assists are awesome, but until someone puts them in the net, it doesn't mean much. And now all of a sudden, I guess if Mitch Marner is going to become a, a four goal game guy, you know, we can talk about it. But the goal scoring is the hardest part. And so if there's a season, maybe it's this year, maybe it's not, but where Matthews puts up 55, 60 goals and finishes five or 10 points behind McDavid. You're going to have to, at some point, look at who was more important. Like, what do the goals mean versus a couple of extra power play assists if one team, especially if Edmonton, like, misses the playoffs or, you know, like, I, I, I do believe, obviously, that Connor McDavid is the best player in the world. That doesn't mean, like, because we saw it during the Gretzky era, right? Lemieux, was, at some point, stepped up and took it away from him for a year or two before Gretzky took it back. And and then, obviously, Gretzky started to fade and whatever, like, that does happen. And so I, I just, I don't think it's off the table that at some point, Matthews could say, even if it's just for a week or two, hey, he's the best player in the game right now. we'll see you in a month, right? Like, it's probably McDavid again.
0: Well, and and it's, when we were talking about keeping notes on, on, on through the week of what's happening and, and what you, what you want to talk about, that whole, and I, I don't discount what you're saying. And I, and I agree, right. That who's, who's as hot as it can be right now. Yeah.
1: And, and as I said. You know like there was a point where we talked about when Pittsburgh and Philly played in the playoffs, has Claude Giroux passed Sidney Crosby and you go, yeah, for a couple of weeks he
0: did head-to-head, head and you go, Man, who got the better of that right. situation? But but at, we had that conversation for a while. But at the end of the day, it's, it, it's Of course,
1: it was always Crosby that was yeah, the better. Player. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so, all I'm saying is, because McDavid is always going to have the better skill level, top-end yep. skill level, Yep. that Matthews has to add things in, which we've seen him improve on, and, and, and nobody can deny it, right? Yep. That he is, he's become... He's, he's more comfortable using his full frame. Yeah. But one of the notes, and and we talked about it, you, you just referenced it. I, I watch how, how they've, they, they, it's, it's a, it's a Marner thing. Or uh, maybe it's a Matthews thing. I'm not sure. Right. Where Marner is always looking for Matthews. Right. And, and you look at the playoffs last year and how the both of them. Died. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well and and it just didn't work, right? Where M- Marner is in great scoring uh, scoring spots and then he he's looking for the pass. Yeah. And I I just I wonder if that's if that's still if we're seeing more of that manifesting itself. Well, to me
1: almost like cuz he just went 8 or 9 games in a row with a goal yep, and now Marner, he's had this four-goal game. Yeah. Yep. Like I he's never going to be the shooter Matthews is, but if everyone assumes he's going to pass, right? Maybe he can be like right now he's on pace for over 30. He was on pace for over 30 last year in the yep. shortened season. No, no.
0: And, and to me, the, uh, I that's it. If
1: if he can start to shoot and score and just be a bit of a threat, but for so long he would shoot at the worst times. Right. And he'd just throw and some miss. waffle in or something. Of yeah. Glass. And you're like, all right, like. Not you, man. Like you look at that power play, Tavares is out there, Willie's out there, Matthew's yeah. out there, fucking dish that shit, man. Yeah, but like. he's
0: but but I think five on five, yeah, that guy has to be a bit more selfish.
1: Yep. No, I agree and, with that. And,
0: and I think it only helps in the long run. Cause I I I am I've I've sort of Marner has grown on me in terms of He's
1: popular uh, in the house, right?
0: Of, of his Yeah, well less so now. <laughs> less so now. Uh, there's younger guys. Dylan Cousins seems to be okay, a, bit of, all right. a bit of a flavor of the month. <laughs> yeah,
1: dirty buffalo. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Zegris also uh, seems, yeah, of to, course, seems to be, um, yep. and Cole Caulfield, because he oh, looks like he's 13. He looks like he's 13, yeah, that guy. that's no, true. Um, but it, it, I like what Marner brings. And so it's, it's just, it's interesting to see how that he can only, if he's seen as more of a threat to shoot. Yeah. It can only help the Leafs long run. Anything else for this one, man? Just, just quickly, just quickly, I I wanted to speak on the Dominic Hasek. Oh yeah. Right. We talked. Oh, there's a
1: bunch of stuff on this. Wow.
0: There there was right. In terms of, of where the Russian Olympics or not Olympics, but Russian international sport goes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the, it started out with the booing in Washington or in New York, sorry, of the Capitals-Rangers game.
1: Well, there had been talk all week, should Ovechkin have to speak? He's going to be in New York. And for those unfamiliar, it's not just any Russian player. He has campaigned for Vladimir Putin, right? And, and he's, his Instagram profile picture is him and Vlad Putin. And so people like, hey, you want to say something about what's yeah. going on over there?
0: And, <coughs> excuse me. Um.
1: So yeah, he played in New York, uh, the night after the invasion and he wasn't well received. Right. Booed every
0: time he touched the puck. Yeah. Um, like Alfie in Toronto, really <laughs> consistent, <laughs> thorough booing. Uh, good for you because you got to be committed to that, right? Like that is who's got the puck and hey, boo. <laughs> Um, on, on one hand, I, I feel, you hear me out here, you feel bad for some Russian athletes. I feel zero sympathy for, for, for Ovechkin due to how prominently he is connected. Right. With Putin. Um, you hear Rubiev, the the tennis player saying, Hey man, no war. Right.
1: Yeah. Like came out and drew it after his match, like he was drawing it on the camera lens, right? right? He like painted it in. in the
0: ATP, they do their names on the camera lens. Yeah. He wrote no war, right? Like it's, it's, it's clear, right? Yeah. I don't care if I'm Russian or what I am. I don't, I don't want war. And, and so he refused that the Capitals did not allow him to speak to the media. Captain of your team. Post game. Yep. Then the next game, next day after practice, they put him out there and.
1: After they had time to prep him.
0: Well, and all he said was, cause I listened to it. Yep. And he just kept saying, I want this to be over.
1: No uh, war anywhere. Like nobody's should a, a, be at war. A, a,
0: at the <laughs> end he said, when they're like, well, you know, other athletes have come out and said, you know, no war. And he's like, yeah, no war. Yeah. But he was pressed and all he kept saying was, I hope it's over soon.
1: Yeah. He would not step out against against Putin specifically. And he was given ample opportunity to do that. And I think I'm with you. Like I I'm seeing online these demands for throw every and that was what Hashik said, cancel the contract of every Russian player. In every the
0: Russian athlete.
1: And I think that's bullshit. I think that's Strong shit, opinions, though. Yeah, no, for sure. He's bringing it, and he's saying on his Twitter, every adult in Europe knows who Vladimir Putin is. and He's a killer. Right. That's what he said. And so I don't personally believe, because f- quite frankly, a lot of us come from places whose governments have done a lot of shitty things, and I don't think your average citizen is responsible for answering for that. But your average citizen didn't campaign for this guy. Right. And did not still to this moment has a photo of you with him as your profile picture on Instagram where millions of people follow you, especially since your Stanley Cup victory. Pro- well, Got to see where that guy's going next, right? Yeah. That's the difference for me. I yep. think you in general should leave Russian players alone. I don't think it's fair to go to them every time Russia does something and ask them, but you absolutely can go to the guy yep. who campaigned for him helped start up his social media campaigns before the last election, who is still leaving a profile picture with him up. You absolutely can go to that and go, hey man, what's up here?
0: And for him to say, I hope it's over soon. You're like, yeah. Does that mean with an overwhelming Russia crushing of Ukraine? Is that what you mean? It's over soon?
1: Right. I think all it means is I hope you'll stop asking me these questions. Yes, of course it is. Of
0: course it is. But I'm saying you've left that open for that kind of bullshit talk. And and it's funny because at what point you say, you see the LCBO.
1: Yeah. Pulling Russian whiskey. Pulling the, or a vodka, vodka sorry, yeah.
0: and, and other Russian products. And you go, what's the difference between, is it just individual contractor? You know, like I am here on my own. Well, trying, the people,
1: right. That's the
0: difference. <laughs> no, I, I understand that's the difference, right? But I, I, and it, but it's a super interesting question. To me, it's not cut and dry.
1: No, it isn't. And we've seen some talk, and and I think it was Pierre Lebrun again who shared it. I know Chris Johnston did. The idea that current Russian hockey players are going to have a very hard time, whether it be right now or possibly up until the fall, getting work visas to come to North America. Right. Right, That might be shut down. It's likely that if you have a contract beyond this year in North America already, your visa is probably tied to it. So Russian players who maybe want to go home this summer or whatever, like they're likely okay if they have a contract moving forward. It's anyone who needs a new contract yep. that might have a hard time. And and so we'll see what that's going to look like because that's a lot of guys, like even just general free agency. Yeah. Moving around.
0: I wish that was I said You might. <laughs> yes. But see, it's Hoshik saying Ovechkin's a chicken shit. Yep. Like it's. Well, s-
1: there's a guy I follow and I have for a while his name, Slava Malamud, and he's been on the radio a couple of times uh, and he has buried Ovechkin repeatedly long before all this saying that guy is a supporter of Putin and all his savagery in Crimea and yep. other places around and now all of a sudden he's being asked to go on the radio and why do you think this? And why do you, what do you fuckers, I've been saying this for years. Yeah, yeah. And You're coming to me now. And I, I, I don't know, like there's, there does seem to be a bit of a personal vendetta there as well, but he knows the Russian system and he's been right on almost everything he said about how this is going to go, about what Putin thinks about sport, about, like Putin thinks sport is... It's just part of foreign policy. It's not sports. That's old school
0: (laughs) communism right there, right? Right. Which is, we will be judged by how well we do in military might and in sport on the international stage. Yeah, it's
1: it's a place we're going to compete. And so that's the next step. We're seeing it now, both uh, just this afternoon, uh, Sunday afternoon, Swiss ice hockey, and then Latvia right afterwards have said, we want Russia and Belarus expelled from the double I H F yep. and we want the tournaments that they're scheduled to host, which is the world juniors, uh, this coming Christmas, and then the world championships next April and May. Yep. We want those taken away as well. Um, and we'll see, like there's a lot and, of that going on. F1 Gretzky
0: said, Gretzky today said he doesn't think that they should not only host no participation,
1: and that's what Switzerland and Latvia are saying. And Latvia has uh, a team, Riga, a Dynamo Riga, yep. in the KHL that is pulled out of the league. Um, As
0: does Jokerit.
1: Jokerit in a fin- Finland. Finished
0: team, but but see, they've
1: pulled out, but they're owned. Like the arena, I believe, is owned by a Russian company. Yeah,
0: but all the sponsorship, including the uh, the the, um, air, the the company that flies them, Aeroflot, yeah. has 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 said, forget it. Yeah. We're not letting you do it. Forget it. You're out.
1: This has got tentacles all over the place. Poland and Sweden have both said, we are not playing Russia in the, uh, the same thing Canada's going through right now, qualifying for the World Cup. They said, we won't play them. So is FIFA going to give Russia wins there and then send them to the World Cup? Or are Russia removed and you know, that's one less spot available. Like this has got tentacles all over the sporting world that well, we just don't know and yet. because
0: Russia, it, it, they've already pulled the, um, Champions League, I believe it's Champions that's League. That's the
1: UEFA league, I believe. Yeah.
0: It, it, that were scheduled for St. Petersburg yeah. in May. They've been pulled and and given to other countries. Um, yeah. And, and we talked about it in the green room, right, where. Um, Friedman said it on, uh, on 32 thoughts on hockey night and Saturday night where he said, you know, the, the voices that have sway in, in, in international soccer, Canada is that voice that in hockey, that, you mean. in hockey. Yeah. And when, and so when you hear on, on Sunday, you hear Gretzky saying, I think they should be sanctioned from participating blank, blank, blank. <laughs> and, and these IHF meetings are coming up Monday morning. Yeah. This, this morning. Yeah. And so you're like, man, it it seems more and more like these are another avenue that, that, that a country like Russia or China, Mm -hmm. but Russia in this instance is, is, is a vehicle. You're a pariah right now. But it's an absolute vehicle for our reputation, right? We, uh, for us to promote what we do here, right? When you look at Sochi and you go, all these games where it doesn't matter that you had, you know, one of the largest doping scandals, but this is a vehicle for us to say how great we are. Yeah, And this is such a, such a key thing. So beyond the financial sanctions.
1: Do you believe Canada has the balls to say, get out?
0: I hope so. I hope so. And yes, I believe they do.
1: That at least for now. Uh, yeah, to me, it's not a, it's not just pulling your events that you're hosting. You're not it's competing. You don't compete.
0: Hundred percent, and that is more than. The, sorry, if I was gray or ambiguous. It's not the hosting.
1: Well, hosting but, means something yeah, right? for sure. It does, it, it,
0: but it is absolutely the sanctioning of participation. Yeah, and we talked about the Sochi F1. You were gonna you were mentioning that before I cut you off. These sorts of things yeah. where you go, yep, you're out, right, man, we're not hosting the, the Sochi F1. Now F1 took a bit of blowback and a bit of a shitstorm because they said due to present circumstances.
1: Yeah, like. <laughs> present
0: circumstances. Yeah. How about saying what it is and we're not going to let you yeah. host an event as opposed to going, we're not sure if it's safe or it's, you know.
1: Yeah, no you're savaging another nation. Yeah. We're not going to give you money, right? Like we're not going to give you prestige. We're not coming to your fucking country. We're so not going to turn this into Hitler's, was it 36? Yep, 36. And Berlin games to go, look how great we are. Fuck you, right? Like yeah, that was a propaganda machine, so.
0: Machine, yeah, well, because all, they had filmmakers filming the 36 Olympics, right? Yep. It was absolute propaganda. Yeah. And so, to me, and I know we covered it in the last episode, but when you look at at the at the what it comes down to in terms of the message we want to send to the international community and the and the parallels between late thirties Germany, you go, "Man, okay, if we just let him have Poland and Czechoslovakia, he'll be happy there. Just leave it. It's totally good. No, man. You got to fucking punch somebody in the face when they need a punch in the face.
1: So just quickly then, before we wrap up, cause you and I are tied to it and, and have a, a passion for it, we're a week away from the beginning of the Paralympic games and the IOC has come out and said, you know, we want to see you stand down. We hope for peace. Um the IPC at times in the last of the has had bigger balls than the IOC. When you look at how they handled Russia in 2016 and said, no, you're just, you're not fucking coming. Like this is disgusting what you did in Sochi. Most of these athletes are already on their way. Games are set. Schedules are set. Athletes have been invited. Do you think it's too late? Do you think the IPC can stand up and go Russia? You're not welcome here.
0: No, I think it's Absolutely. It's 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 the it's the right time.
1: I'm a bit surprised we haven't seen it yet, though.
0: Yep, but you got to say now. No, we are not welcoming Russian Paralympic athletes. Yeah, forget
1: it. And forget the bullshit that doesn't mean ROC. Right? You still get to Uh, come. I I hate that.
0: Yeah. No. Of course, I can't believe it's not Russia. Russian Olympic Committee. Yeah. Like, forget it.
1: Yeah. No, you're just. None of your athletes are coming. I don't care what the flag is or what. And, and,
0: and it's, it's interesting when you look at, and I, I it's the, and I, I may botch the, I may botch the Greek pronunciation, the Ekateria, ek, ekateria which is, the, which is the Olympic truce, right. right? Which is, which is the idea that we're going to allow for established in ninth century BC in Greece, right? Which is the idea that we're going to allow for athletes and spectators to have safe passage to the Olympics, the whole releasing of the doves, all yep. that sort of stuff. And and so it's it's more timely than ever, I think, now, right, that you look at that and you have to, through sport, is a, is a non-combative, non, non-lethal message, and it has to be sent through that. And I think the IPC, International Paralympic Committee, has, has a, has an opportunity here to further.
1: An obligation. Yep. I think the IIHF can help them out on Monday. Do it. If, uh, you know, they're having this meeting, they are an international, ball. Bo- I know that the ice hockey is not the biggest sport worldwide, but if they step up first, it's the biggest sport in Russia. Right. you have cover then right if they say no russia a you're not competing b you're not hosting you do make it easier for the ipc who doesn't have the same financial might to go yeah no we're with that i think i think the iihf can help the ipc this week because i don't know if the ipc can can withstand russian blowback the same way the ioc could we'll see I, like I said, in 2016, the IPC had way bigger balls than the IOC did. So, uh, you love to see that and, and we'll hope that that, uh, that turns out to go the same way, but a uh, lot of questions to be answered and this thing has tentacles into the sports world for sure, all over the place. And, and no doubt that'll be a story as we move forward. We'll wind down here, man, a couple of big shows this week, lots to cover. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at talk audio. If you want to interact with us there, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening right now. And, uh, we'll be back later in the week with something <laughs> we're on and, the fly here and it'll be good shit always is man guaranteed uh for rob my name's matt we'll see y'all later see ya If y'all ain't got
0: nothing else for to drink i'm gonna haul ass no i'm serious i'm about to haul ass if y'all have no better shit than this to drink thanks for listening you can get more tca at tallcanaudio.com or by searching tall can audio on your favorite podcast app